Today on the Oblak Auburn News Overtime Podcast, we are in a stairwell in Jern-Hare Stadium. Uh, I'm Justin Lee, this is Adam Cole, and Callie Stanford, uh, we're, it's a lightning delay in Jern-Hare Stadium, and we decided we'd go ahead and record our podcast right now. How are we feeling, guys? Feeling electric, I'd say. <laughs> oh, no! No! Uh, we're here, uh, we're probably gonna blow right past print deadline so we're just gonna we're, we're just gonna do what we can uh we figure this game's all but over it's 35 to 7 yes. at time of the delay midway through the third quarter yeah i think about seven ish it, it, third quarter i don't know third quarter is going very quickly right 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 three minutes i don't even know I, it's I, probably i think probably. it is okay well i think when uh i think once these teams come back out here it's gonna be a pretty quick uh finish on a sloppy field uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, do our post-game takeaways. And if Mercer comes back for the world's greatest comeback, we'll, uh, we'll just do a whole other podcast. There's bigger problems so, uh, than, than our podcast being put out. Uh, so anyway, what's, uh, what, what are we thinking so far? Adam, you're, you're, you're typing away on your game story. What are some of the, the key things, some of the key things that have stuck out to you so far? I mean, of course, you know, it's kind of the nature of just writing a game story, but you're going to have to tweak your lead sometimes. And the first thing I was kind of writing was Auburn came out with a one-two punch between Finley and Ashford. And, you know, you had Finley with the arm and Ashford with the legs, but... Hey man, it's been it's been a blink of a third quarter, but um, Ashford finally threw his first pass attempt, and he's he's had a couple of really good looking ones, and um, it's looking like it might turn from like okay, two quarterback system kind of thing to a conversation of should Robbie Ashford be oh the starting gosh. quarterback? They will talk about that though. It will absolutely be talked about. I I don't think it'll. There's no way it can happen as early as week two if it ever does happen, but like it will be discussed. I, I have no doubt. But that's by far the biggest takeaway to this point. Cal- this is your third season season at Auburn? Yes. Third year at Auburn? Third year at Auburn, first year in the press box. Sure, sure, sure. But as a student. That's what I'm yeah. getting at. Because the student perspective is something I'm always interested in. You know, your classmates, what, what you would hear from. I mean, what do you expect? I would think, because I mean, like, like example, last year, the students all hate Bo Nix because... Bo isn't doing good enough for them, and they only have four seasons to watch football, unless you're like me and you stretch it on out to five. Uh, uh, so, I mean, what? Do you, I mean, you would think that, you know, this from the student perspective, the kids are going to be wanting to see more Robbie, don't you think? Robbie's always like more fun. Like that was that was we knew that from A Day, but like TJ came in last season, and that was kind of the slip off. So nobody was a TJ fan last fall, and I don't think that's continued, especially since you've got Robbie, who kind of he's more fun to watch. I don't care if he's better; like you can't say he's not more fun to watch. And I definitely think if he keeps showing out like he does, they're going to be calling for Robbie all season. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it was kind of once he threw that bomb. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a thing from here on forward. Exactly. Right. And that arm strength is really impressive. And uh, I, I don't know, I kind of hope – I hope we get to a point where we can play the rest of this game and there are more opportunities to see Robbie throw because, like, it's always really exciting to see big plays like that. But I feel like – I don't know. I want to see more of him in the intermediate and, like, short passes because there was that – you know, there was that one he threw the tank that was just a drop. But I, I want to see more of that, like, before – I don't know because it's – Big plays are great, but they're so inconsistent. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see about like where Robbie goes from here with all this. Adam, can you go ask Justin Ferguson if he would like to join us? I can do in that. a stairwell. Okay, Callie. Uh, we, what else we got? We got Jarquez Hunter three touchdowns. 
Yeah, he was the first one to do that since Booby Whitlow in 2019. So that's kind of crazy. You look back and it was like, oh, you know, Jarquez only ran for three touchdowns last season. And then bang, 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 he's got that in one game. So major, major step up in year two for him. As we hear the yeah, the rain is we so hear the rain cold. pouring down. Uh, yeah, he only, he only had three all last year. He only had three all year. He caught there was one receiving touchdown. I didn't see. There he is. It, oh, guest. Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Yes. Here we are in a stairwell. Mm-hmm. It's a great stairwell. Uh, we're talking about the first safest place here. The first two and a half quarters of mm-hmm. this game. Uh, we were talking about Robbie Ashford, as yeah. one does. Right. Uh, so they they let the cork off there for a couple throws. Yeah, that, yeah, they did. And like the thing we had heard about Robbie, kind of the whole way, is that not the passer that TJ Finley right. is. But when Finley throws two picks, and then you have Asher go out there and throw a dime. Yes. Yeah. Don't want to overreact. It's Mercer. You know, it's early. I, this is I'm still going to be a back- it is Mercer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But but if he can pr- provide at least something equitable mm-hmm. to what Finley can provide as a passer. Well, you know his running ability is going to be a difference maker, and that was something they wanted to try early on. Fourth game, fourth play of the game, right. Robbie Asher gets a, gets a you know zone read. So, you know, it definitely something like you have San Jose State next week. I don't think they're going to want to pull the plug on TJ anytime soon, obviously. But we got something interesting brewing here. Mm-hmm. Now he's not running TJ's offense from a small sample size. No, this, this seems, he's only thrown too deep. Right. This seems very packaged now. When he came in in the third quarter before the delay, you started to see a little bit more, maybe not quite as much um, stuff with like fullbacks and and you know twelve personnel and stuff like that. Mm. But you did see him, you know, run some of the same stuff that TJ did early on. So it's a really interesting, really interesting situation. So, but this was this was we we kind of thought about this going in, right? Because it was like, okay, Robbie Ashford A has never played in a college football game. That was it. That was the first time we've ever oh seen gosh. him play in a college football game. <laughs> Think about that. Yes. And number two. <laughs> He's such a good runner, and that's that's like what his key part of his game is. That you can't simulate that in camp because you're not going to let your quarterbacks get hit. None of them. So they literally had to try him out there just to see what it's like. And so what he's doing out there tonight is something that he couldn't fully do in a scrimmage. And I think that changes the chemistry and the and the makeup of what this quarterback situation looks like moving forward because you you just haven't seen it yet. And next week they'll play a team in San Jose State should be a step up. I will say though, as one person, as one of the only people who watched that game the other night, oh, wow. San Jose State, uh, Portland State had them dead to rights. They turned the ball over three times. They had more yards, all, all that stuff. San Jose State needed a late touchdown to beat them. So it's not going to be a drastic step up in competition, but it will be, and like you will get to see Ashford do that again before they play Penn State. That I, I thought I had read it. I'm not sure, but had you read anything about the the San Jose State defense last year being pretty good? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, awesome. Yeah, they were awesome, and and I think they lost a decent bit of guys. Okay, but you know they. If it wasn't for the turnovers, they would have lost straight up to Portland State. Like, and and you know the the game winning touchdown drive they had in their own building. I think Portland State committed like four penalties on that drive. Like, they just handed them yards down the stretch. So, but no, it's really it's it's super interesting because, you know, I, I've always thought Robbie Ashford had that potential, but he wasn't the best option right now. I would also argue though, is that in a scrimmage and in a practice, you can't see the full Robbie Ashford. Right. What we saw out here tonight. Right is the full Robbie Ashford, which no one has seen, honestly, since his junior year of high school because he missed a decent bit of time as a senior at Hoover. Mm. So it's been a minute mm-hmm. since he's seen what, it, what he's gotten. You know, it's not perfect, but he, he threw he, he threw a dime to Javarius Johnson. And then that other one that, that Chick Dawson 
drew a uh, pass interference on. Got a DPI. You know, a little underthrown, but that's you'd rather have that so he can check up on it. So, again, like I said, if he can give similar production to what Finley can do through the air, he is a better option moving forward for Auburn just because he brings you something in the running game that, honestly, you have not had – since Nick Marshall, mm-hmm. since John Franklin III, mm-hmm. we saw it in the first half stats. He has the longest run by an Auburn quarterback since JF3. Bo, wow. didn't, Bo never had a run as long as that 48, was it 47, 48 wow. yarder? So, yeah. I guess not. as good as Bo is at scrambling, and like, this this is different. This is stick your foot in the ground and go right. type of running quarterback. Right. Didn't Lee have a long one? Whatever. Um, Portland State. The, what's the mascot? What are the, Vikings. the Vikings. So we had a That's Spartans where, uh, Vikings. That's where Julius Thomas went to high, or college. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a cool name. Uh, Portland, they're green. Portland State beat Washington State a few years ago when Leach was there. That, yeah. And then it was like everyone thought that it was a classic Mike Leach year because it was sure. like they lose to an FCS team. Oh, this team's terrible. They end up winning nine or ten games that year. Of course. Because the air raid is the most unpredictable thing in, in, in football. But. Yeah, no, it, really interesting situation there. And, um, you know, I, the running game looks looks active. And so you sure. you want to have a guy out there that I think can help you out with that. Quarterbacks running the ball. Tank's out there catching the ball. Let's go back. Let's go back. What do we do? You know, it's all over the place. Well, Auburn had seven guys carry the ball in the first half. Okay. Seven different dudes carry the ball. Um, their first drive, I think they had four. Like, they're getting a lot of different dudes involved. This is – the Boise State, Brian Harson, Eric Keesaw, also, you know, obviously is the play caller. Like, right. I, I, I say this all the time. Fire up NCAA, mm-hmm. 14, 14, any old game yet. Go play the Boise State playbook. Yeah. It has every formation. It has every yeah. personnel package. It has everything. My dad used to use it exclusively <laughs> on there because of that. <laughs> and I think we saw a little bit more of that with the vision. Last year, I think we saw this kind of modified Mike Bobo, my, uh, Brian Harson kind of, this is pure uncut Boise out right. there. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know. I think for an Auburn team that doesn't have a ton of stars outside a tank mm-hmm. and needs to be the out-scheming, out-executing type of team to have a chance to have a really good year, that was a preview of it. And also that, that, that sweep to Robbie and the pitch out to tank was one of the coolest plays. That was great. That was tight. I, I was going to ask. Just sweep, speed option. Yeah, that was oh – Gosh, that was beautiful. Um, it's like Gus, like, I don't know, Gus, it was like Gus trick plays were in the shotgun and these are out of single back. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's a wild, it's a wild thing, man. But yeah, but that's what Harson's known for. Right. right? Like, Whereas Gus was like triple reverse, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And, a lot of eye candy. This yeah, is more kind of like, like, no, we'll just put a lot of different dudes at you. Yeah. And uh, sure. How often did receivers, and I mean, I'd say this obviously because I wasn't here last year, but how often did receivers get involved in the run game last year? Was it just not at all? You would have, um, Various had it a little bit, but oh, it was man. mostly, they had mostly a very, Demetrius Robertson. Yeah. They had a very sad end around to John Samuel Sanker. <laughs> oh, God. Callie remembers that one. I think I remember that. Yeah. That was very sad. You got to try. You got to try. Between the tackles, I think it's very obvious, and they're, they're mixing guys around. I yeah. mean, right before the delay, Jaleel Irvin's playing left guard out there, you know, and sure. you're, you're in the lead, but like, I think between the tackles is not where they want yet. Right, on the offensive line, especially against a team like Mercer. So you do think you hit things off to the side, you bounce, you do you do a lot of creative stuff because, you know, it's not like Gus Malzahn. Right. Because in the Gus Malzahn, he would have his, his trick plays. Right. The Gus Malzahn offense, much like the Kevin Steele defense was, you know what's coming, but we got the dudes and we've wrapped it enough sure. that we're going to beat you. Sure. This scheme on both sides of the ball is get ready for anything. Right. And I think it's – that's a beneficial scheme when you're going up against what Auburn's going up. And, again, this is Mercer. But yeah. 
right. you're playing Georgia, you're playing Alabama, you're playing LSU, you're playing Texas A&M, all those teams are going to be better than you in yeah. terms of the dudes. Uh, what was it today that uh, Kirby Smart said after the game about Oregon? He's like, hey, Dan Lanning, he does, he does, you know, did a great job. I told him they were going to be a good football team. And he said it point blank. He said he knows that we have better football players. <laughs> right. Auburn, Georgia. Not Auburn, a surprise. Auburn, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, Auburn. They know that the other team has more dudes. Right. Right? right. But what do you do to overcome that? Right. If you're a team like Auburn, you got to out-scheme, out-execute, you got to do all that stuff. you got to do the coaching stuff that I would argue lost games for Auburn down the stretch last season. you gotta get, you got to flip that around and get it to win. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the old saying. Players win games, coaches can lose them. I think Auburn's got to do kind of minimize all that this year because they don't have the same players that Alabama and Georgia and LSU mm-hmm. and Texas A&M do. That doesn't mean those games teams always win. Look no. at A&M. Right. Um, <laughs> Look at A&M. But, this is entire history. But – you know they're in a really, they're in a really good spot from that just because I think this is more of what Brian wants to do. Yeah. And look, if it's going to work, have your dudes doing your things. And so I think we saw a lot of that in the first half. This was very Brian Harson um, and and Eric Kiesel obviously playing a big part in it. But it's, this is this is Boise State. This is this is Boise State that we that we came to know and love. Um, you know, as as college football fans because it's just. Try anything. Right. Because they weren't getting the dudes at Boise. Now, no. They were recruiting better than anybody else in the Mountain West. Right. But when they played Oklahoma, when they played. Yeah, their only games. first round pick they ever had was a, was a dude who was a walk on that played that played eight man football in Wyoming. Oh, Vander Ash? Yeah, Lynn I remember Vander that Ash. dude. That was a. Oh, my gosh. That dude was we love eight man football, don't we, folks? Right. Oh, uh, the weather delays. Adi- weather delay extended an additional 30 minutes. So. This podcast will continue. No, it won't. <laughs> Just, we were talking about we were talking to Callie about uh, students, their you know short short term memory, their impatience, mm-hmm. and this Robbie thing is going to be a thing. It's going to definitely be a thing and for the rest of the and, season. And, and, and you don't want to jump it, but this is why you have five home games. Yeah, like, sure. This is where this can benefit. And I know Penn State is Penn State, but like I, I foresee the first month of the season them using both of these guys. I really do. But I do think what we saw tonight with Robbie Ashford shows that, like, take this seriously. Take him seriously. Um, you know, Adam definitely wrote about it, you know, in the cover story for, for you guys' game tape. But, like, there is a history here. There is a history here with, um, right. you know, Brian Harson using a two-quarterback system. Right, right. Um, well, uh uh, I was just gonna say it's it's some at 08 it didn't work. Uh, I'm trying to think of other times Auburn, but I mean there were oh, other it problems. Doesn't, it doesn't work, it, and it rarely works. Right, right, fair. But I would say that I would say the thing I would say the thing to keep in mind here is that with Brian Harson it has worked. Yeah, right. Sure. He's one of the few quarterbacks I think you could. Him and Andy Reid might be the only two quarterbacks that I would trust or coaches I would trust to run a multi-quarterback system at work just because they've done it before, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of teams think it's cool, and they think they can pull it off. But That's fair. That's what, there's, yeah. just, there's, not very many, there's not very many places where it's worked. That's what both of you guys have said. Well, like, it has so it, like, Auburn doesn't have the history, but Brian does. Yeah. They won the conference championship. But ideally, ideally they, want to have, they want to have separation. Yeah. Ideally, they would want to have one guy kind of step up and take over. Of course. And if you go back to that season where um, – where, Mattel Cozart gave something for Boise State. Go back and look at the numbers. Yeah. Coming into that year, it was really rough for Brett Rippon. And the people were thinking, he ain't got it. He's not the dude. We haven't won a Mountain West title the last two years with this dude at quarterback. We'll never will. They play more at Cozart near the middle of the season, toward the beginning of the middle of the season, and then a light comes on. And Cozart doesn't go get 
used as much in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. But Rippon, you know, becomes a guy who ends up getting drafted in the NFL yeah. off of that. So, like, this can be a spark as well. Yeah. It and doesn't I, have to necessarily be – like, competition brings out the best in anybody. And that does not stop. Parson said that at the beginning of the week. This does not stop. And it's because it's quarterback, it's different. If it's defensive tackle. Oh, right. Then it doesn't matter. They right. People, people are like, yeah, no, the best guy's going to come out of there and play. Right. His MO, you go back to that You go back to that 17 season of Boise, he said it. There is no rule that says I can't play multiple quarterbacks. <laughs> if, that's, if, that, if it works, it's a it works. Great quote. Yeah. I, yeah. A dog I, can't play basketball? Right. But it was There's awesome. no rule. <laughs> Airbud can do this. It's right now Robbie's Airbud. It's as true today as when Airbud did it back then. It's funny too because I'm thinking it was what was it? It was the Washington State and the New Mexico game for Cozart that really like stood out in 17, and they were pretty early in the year um, for Boise State. And so it's it's funny you've got you know this kind of lineup of of course I think you'd say Mercer and, and San Jose State obviously aren't the exact same teams, but also similar caliber I guess and. So well, the, they're in common thread that they're below Auburn. <laughs> right, right, right. So you know, it's it'll be. Oh man, this might be loud. We're about to get an alert, oh, and I and and I can't I can't pause this recording. That's all one take. No, I mean I could. If that says pause right there, brother. It's not that loud. It's not that loud. Callie doesn't enjoy Siri telling us, like reminding mixture, us of like our misery. It's a mixture of Siri and, like, yeah. Auburn SID Kendra. <laughs> Don't Kendra. Oh, you mean the sound. Yeah, the sound. It's, it's sound. like a mix. Not the annoying. It's not quite yeah. robotic. No, no, no. We love it, Kendra. She should be the new AD. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. There we are. What a state of affairs. We're in Jernair Stadium. We have no football. There's no athletic director. Hey, can I talk about the defense? If you want. Can I talk about the defense? Yeah, if you want. We were going to, you know. Did we only talk about the quarterback? I'm just I just want to say something real quick about defense just because. Yeah. Uh, but I I went back and looked last year at, like, all these, like, paycheck games. Uh-huh. Like, what did we learn? Does it any matter when you blow out a team? Right. What I found was in the last decade, or actually the last ten times Auburn's kind of done this, if a defense looked good early, they usually look good for the rest of the year. Sure. That's a competitive thing. Auburn's defense, only points they've given up has been on a short field. Sure. Mercer's got an explosive offense that does a lot of eye candy and stuff like that. That that, that defense was getting active out right. there. And right. so, I mean, Auburn fans, if you want something to, to look forward to, this defense looks like they can be legit like they were last year. Not perfect, but a top half unit in the SEC, probably a top 20, top 30 defense in the country. Start, starts with that D-line, and they're not going to be as good as Derek and Marlon in 19, yeah. but – I mean, you, like you pointed out. I like the edge rushers better uh, in this Sure, yeah. sure. But you point, like, they went to LSU and almost won because they could do a three-man front and, uh, mm-hmm. and they couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you pointed it out. Like, the reason they almost beat Alabama, mm-hmm. a lot of it, was they had a D-line. And now them are refused to run the ball. And in this game, as I pointed out before the game, Mercer has – Mercer's – Starting right guard is 250 pounds. John Samuel Schenker is bigger yeah. than their right guard. Right. Jason Jones dwarfs the man. Yeah. So keep <laughs> that like, in mind. He's like 70 pounds. 70 sure. Pounds. When I go back, you remember, you remember, well, were you here for this? Well, um, 18. I came back in 18. Seven. Was it 17 or 18? Was, nah, the Georgia Southern game where everybody was like, oh, the tricky Georgia Southern offense, and Auburn held them to like the five triple? yards that game. Yeah. Had to be yeah. 17. I think it was 17. That was gone. That was when we were like, ooh. I was with the pump boy. jacks. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, that was. Yeah. You know, so it, it, make, it, it matters. Yeah. It matters, the defense. Because on defense, as Kevin Steele used to say, your, your competition is the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're going for a shutout every game, mm-hmm. right? Offensively, you can be like, well, 
X number of points against this defense is really good. X number of points against this you know, defense, other defense is really good. On defense, th- those boys go out there saying, hey, zero. Shut out, yeah. We're getting it on the board. Sure. And so, like, you know, there, there's a different standard there that you can kind of hold up to. Kelly Stanford, what do you think? Going into San Jose State, what are your impressions? Potentially. <laughs> Maybe. If this game we, might still be, we may never get there. We may yeah. still be there. Um, I think – since we're sitting in a weather delay, like I'm excited to see Robbie come out. Everyone's gonna be excited. To yeah, see have a see, full this is game. It. Like this, you, that's this is the Auburn the student, student hype. I'm a big. I'm oh, it's pe- it's regular people defense. hype too. Regular, sure, okay. sure, <laughs> sure. The other regular people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, like civilians <laughs> well, who like, have already graduated. Before. I'm gonna go to class and, and hear about Robbie Ashford. Is is the deal? Look, like, that's I, gonna be the. Look, I don't want to ever. Like, I don't want to advertise on somebody else's podcast. But I'll say this. The, the 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 second most popular story I have Please ever do. written on the Observer, period, was this week writing about Robbie Ashford mm-hmm. on Monday. Let's go. Right? Okay, so the backup quarterback's the most popular kid on campus, always, 100%. Right. When the backup quarterback comes out, he throws a dime and looks like looks like Nick Marshall-ish on, on running the ball. Right. Or at least the closest thing you've had since then. Right. <laughs> Get ready. Different. Get ready. Because no. next week he's going to have more opportunities to do that. Now – and here, like, how often did they go live for real? Those quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Never. Maybe never. Oh yeah, Carson said never. I, I wanted to ask you because Robbie, because Robbie, that's the thing. That's where Robbie. That's how Nick Marshall separated himself. Gus was like, "All right, we're going to run two live scrimmages, and we're going to see what we have." Yeah. I remember it was one of y'all preseason or like fall camp. Asked Brian Harson, I think it was you. How do you evaluate Robbie Ashford yeah. when he's like that? And he pretty much said you don't. You don't. He said that. He said. He said this is what sucks about being a head coach yeah. is that you're trying to protect <laughs> your quarterback, right? But you can't open him up. And like for Auburn, you can say like in 2017 or in 2013 is a little different because you didn't really know what you had in defense. You know what you got in these defenses. Sure. sure. Derek Hall doesn't. Derek Hall ain't gonna it'll play it easy on you. You know, Ekuliota is not gonna ease up. Those mm-hmm. guys are gonna go eat on on so. It's a little bit different, but I will. I would also argue here is that they're not scrimmages; they're competitive games. They matter. People buy tickets to come in here. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, these are kind of like the closest things you're going to get to scrimmages oh, yeah, because for sure. it's it's it's, yes. it's kind of dress rehearsal. Right? It's FCS. Yeah. And then, and then next week is a group of five team who doesn't look quite as good as we thought they might at the beginning of the year. Right. And then you have Penn State, who is about then the season who, starts. Who is about your equal? I would right. say. Sure. I would say in terms of talent and what they've got coming back. Very similar situations in terms of what they are coming in. They have a very similar overall on NCAA. But Penn State. The video game. Yeah. Penn State (laughs) will be coming off of a win against a team, not quite their equal, but a a conference conference game. Auburn will not have had that yet. Yeah, they played a real game, Auburn has. But what will Auburn have? Uh, Jordan Hairsford, though. Jordan Hairsford, Jordan Hairsford. Yeah, and it remains true. If Auburn is a com- if Auburn is a competitive team, if they are having a good season, Jordan Hair makes a huge difference. Now, if they're sure. going to get blasted, they'll get blasted. You know, that's that's, right. that's a good measurement in this team. Is what do they do when right. the people when the people are in the stands? Right. And so, good thing is they get Penn State, they get Missouri, they get LSU kind of early on. And yeah, that one's been. Tickets have been in demand since before we bought oh, yeah. it's, packages. So. Well, LSU, I would argue, is the best game of the year. A&M, A&M's, A&M's going to be a really good team. Well, yeah. <laughs> A&M is, A&M's the highest-ranked team that comes to Auburn, at least in the preseason. They're going to be demand there, but it's A&M. You, know, you, you haven't really started anything right. with A&M yet. LSU, you have decades and decades of history right. of what that game means here. And it's like, yeah, it sucks. You don't get to play Georgia or Alabama at home. But you get to play LSU at home, mm-hmm. and that is that is rival number three. I would argue because you don't play Florida anymore regularly. That's rival number three. Um, so 
you know, you, you lead you lead up to it. And there's been some awesome, awesome games in this building against LSU, and people are going to be fired up yep. for it. Yep, yep. I mean, the last ones have been kind of weird, man. Oh, yeah. 18 went down to the wire. 20, obviously. They oh, man, 18. Blasted T.J. Finley and LSU in there. Um, 16, yeah. loser leaves town match against, uh, <laughs> against uh, the um, – Daniel Carlson kicks six field goals. Beautiful game. And Auburn wins on a play that doesn't get called because LSU doesn't get the play called on. The that's the game. That's when they fired less. Less gets Auburn fired. Got, next day. Got, if got, Auburn loses that game, they probably fired. Daniel Carlson <laughs> gets fired. All comes right. down to one second. 2014, LSU comes in with a really good team at night, and Auburn blows the doors off them in that game. Oh, yeah, George Jefferson. Yeah, it was like 41 to 3. 2012, awful year. It was all bad for Auburn. 2010. I think 2012 was a close, close LSU game. Oh, it was. It 2012 was, was actually like a very competitive. You're right. Yep. 2012 was a very competitive LSU game. 2010? We all remember 2010. Yep. Cam, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Ontario McCaleb, 70 yards. An alien. In yeah. <laughs> that one with the run? The yes. Greatest, <laughs> that was the Heisman The single greatest run yeah. I think you've ever seen. His Heisman moment. I was in the – I was in the – Fifth grade when that happened. Gosh, how old were you? When? 2010. 2010. Would have been nine. Let's wrap this up. I'm <laughs> feeling bad. Let's let's wrap Senior this up. Senior in high school. Let's wrap. Senior in high school. I was there. I, I already in, knew I was coming to Auburn. I was in the stands. Yeah. Exit 57. It's my second year. Yeah. Anyway. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, a lot. I mean, here we go. Oh, if yeah. you thought, if you enjoyed a quarterback battle, congratulations! It's everybody loves controversy. It's going to come through. We're all messy at it, the end of the day. <laughs> it's we going. We don't even think boring. It's Auburn, man. You didn't sign up for boring. <laughs> That's fair. When That's boring, fair. They're like seven and five, and everyone's mad. That's fair because this is going to play out in the public, in the media, which is us, <laughs> and uh, in every classroom, and everyone's going to be talking about this one thing. So. But. Brian Hurston will stand behind T.J. Finley as his QB. Sure, 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 Don't expect movement. There. No, 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 no. But, but how much will Robbie play? That's the question. Oh, yeah. I think he's going a little bit more. Hey, hey, I'll say this. A little Tyson mm-hmm. Moe news here. Uh-huh. Rotating a quarterback. Uh-huh. Uh, Auburn High. Hey! Featuring, featuring one Davis Harson. <laughs> there you go. Who is the son of Bra- Brian Harson. Brian's in the stands watching his son. He's Brian like, you know what? watching a two-quarterback like, system Brian's work. Like, you know what? He, has a, he has seen a two-quarterback <laughs> system work in his time as a coach, and he's watching it right now at Auburn High like, oh, with his own flesh and blood. Enterprise? We can, you know, this works. <laughs> Taking him down. Wow. Dothan Wolves couldn't hang with it. Mm. What about the Penn State Nindy Lions? All right, let's get out of here. Let's close it up. Maybe they'll finish this game. Uh, This has been the OA News Overtime Podcast. Thanks for listening.